You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. Game snob. That was a board game snobs podcast. We're podcasting from our new location. We are. This is Jerry. This is a new location. This is our new location. Uh, I wonder if the audience, if we the, sound different. The Baker home. That's right. This is my crib. I've been here now two weekends in a row. I know you've come. Yes. When will you leave? <laughs> <laughs> I've been fed pork chops. I may never leave. I know. My wife does. They were quite good too. She likes, they're, they're adequate. They were sufficient. My wife does pork chops a lot. Asparagus as well. They were quite good as well. That's like weed. I think asparagus is a thing that doesn't exist. It's like genetically, it's like not a thing, isn't it? Asparagus is not a thing. It's something that's not natural. I explain. I remember reading that somewhere. It's, I it's, ate it with my own teeth. Doesn't mean it's natural. So asparagus doesn't grow in the wild is what you're saying. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I may be wrong. I don't quote you. Uh, well, not ever. certainly about this asparagus. I'm trying to look it up here. Asperger, oh, asparagus. Yeah. Go to your phone that you're always on. If, please. I, you <laughs> no, know yeah. for a well, I never yeah. touch this. It's a perennial flower plant. Its young shoots are used as a spring vegetable. Something's a... I can't remember what's the thing that's made. It was broccoli. Broccoli's not real. Broccoli's in your mind. I've eaten broccoli with my teeth. It has to be real. Broccoli is not real. That's what it was. It is real. Broccoli. Broccoli is not real. Are you saying it's genetically modified? It's genetically modified cauliflower. Brock. Chopping broccoli. Look that one up on your phone as well. Is not real. Well, you could do something. (laughs) Broccoli is not real. Oh, I can do something? Sure. Oh, get your phone out. Yeah, please. Yeah, finally, you start doing something. This is Jerry, by the way. Gobby's here being useless again at my own home. Brings you a little setup. Did you know? Oh, my. Did you know? Okay. When Woody Harrelson first rose to fame on Cheers in 1985, his father had already made headlines for a much more nefarious reason. What? Charles Void Harrelson was given two life sentences for the murder of Texas judge John H. Wood Jr., the first assassination of a U.S. federal judge in the 20th century. I wasn't paying attention. Why are you talking about a judge getting killed? Woody Harrelson's father was a murderer of a judge. So? Charles Harrelson. Why are you dragging this up? Wasn't... (laughs) 
Why are you bringing up Woody's dark past of Charles his family? Charles Harrison was an encyclopedia salesman and a hitman for organized crime. Why are you bringing this up? Woody Harrelson's Why father. are you bringing this up? Dredging this up? Uh, it's w- weird history. No, it's not com. weird history. That is family Did you know business. That? No, and I don't <laughs> want to know it. <laughs> and you should edit that out because Woody has worked hard. Well, his dad. He made up for it. He did. Dad? He did an entire season of True Detective. <laughs> And he made up he, for it. His dad killed a Texas judge. Well, why don't you bring? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Well, I got why don't you bring Woody. that up? Yeah, why are you doing that? Uh, Woody's sorry. done so many things. First Woody off, has done many things. Number okay, excellent bowler. Number one, in real life or in the movies, doesn't matter. <laughs> in my heart, number two, played in a television series where literally he was the sexier one than Matthew McConaughey. He pulled it off. True Detective. Number three, he single-handedly, although he did not succeed, he tried to stop the Planet of the Apes. Didn't work out. Yeah, it was really a sad show. So he did lead the the Planet Holoc Apes. Holoc, yeah. Was he in Planet of the Apes? Yeah. The, the, the third first one. one? The third one. The one that you cry in. Um, I'm sorry. You cried oh, every that's movie. Right, yeah. That's right. See, you don't have that's any. Right. What, and you had to see. <laughs> sorry. My memory has to be jogged. Cancel your life. Just do it. Here. Broccoli. Did not always exist. Broccoli will not grow in a while because this vegetable was developed through centuries of careful plant breeding. That's what I mean. Broccoli is not a thing. We we bred it into existence. They're like pugs. It's good. No, it's not. Uh, Cauliflower is much better. Same thing. Cauliflower, same thing. Cauliflower is not real? No. Cauliflower, same thing. Cauliflower didn't exist in nature? Broccoli is man-made. As is cauliflower. Broccoli is a uh, human invention. It was bred out of wild cabbage plants. It was cultivated to have a specific taste and flavor. See, things that you know. That's disappointing. See, it's this thing here. I'm bringing up facts that affect us all. And you're calling out Woody's life. I just asked if you knew. No, no. And actually, the fact you you should have done it privately. It doesn't affect my life, actually. Broccoli? (laughs) The fact that it's genetically modified. pretty obvious. Yeah, it does affect your life. (laughs) It that broccoli is affecting your genetics. I don't eat. I don't. I, I don't yes. care for broccoli. I'm a cauliflower you're ter- man, and cauliflower is man-made too. It's being. It's just. It's affecting. Name something that is not man-made these days. Every, Everything no, you eat has been genetically no, modified. No, it has not. Unless you go to Whole Foods no, and pay it, double no, the price, it says non-GMO and all that, which stuff. is what the man wants you to do. No. It's all a conspiracy to eat non-GMO is conspiracy. Buy big organics. You're a big organic. You're a big organic. Have you ever been to Whole Foods? Yes. What were you doing there? <laughs> Checking out their beer selection. <laughs> beer so- they got a pretty good beer selection. Oh, it's nice. It's nice. Uh let's see. So you ruined Harrelson, Will Woody. No, not Woody, his dad. He's probably very emotional about this. I don't know that he's got any sort of relationship with him. You don't know. You don't know. I wonder if there's been like an interview where like they bring up his dad. There will be now because you outed him. And you investlife.com like, or wherever you're getting that. Fun facts. Did you know Woody not so fun facts. Woody Harrelson's dad killed somebody? Yeah, that's not fun at all. Like I don't. I've never heard of that. Like that shocked me when I Why? read that. I'm like, so. But it's. I mean, like, it seems like that's something like that. Matthew would be- Broderick killed people. You don't care about that. No, we do actually. Do you do? You get swept under the rug though. Yeah. I remember that. You remember Matt? Somebody with a car, right? Yeah. He's Inspector Gadget. He was Inspector Gadget and he killed somebody. Ferris Bueller's that's awful. day off and all that. 
We you shouldn't got- be making light of any of this. No, but here you are doing just I'm not that. making light of it. I just brought it up as an interesting fact. It's not interesting. It shouldn't be an interesting it's fact. It's not interesting. It's it should be like, oh, hey, did you know you Woody Harrelson's should- dad was a murderer? I think you. All really, right, moving on. All right, we need to start. We need to like start specifying. Here's what our fans can do because we have fans, not our listeners, just our fans. Send us an email. Let us know what type of fun facts you would like from Gobby. Give us like categories. Like, should they be morbid? Should they be dark and gritty? Or should they be lighthearted and funny? Should they be educational, pointless? What do you want from us? Who are you people? Oh, and thanks to all of our Patreon people. We use that some of that money. Uh, you got your ticket. You're going to BGG. Thank you. After I've already announced that everybody's that you're not going, and I made arrangements with other people, other people being Chad. Now you're going. That's fine. You can learn John Company without me. I will. You will. I will. There's no spot for me. There's no spot for you. And I could. I would no. Even if there was a spot for you, I'll be in the room. I would no. I would not want Chad to have to teach you John Company. Well, you're going to have to teach me John Company. I know. I don't want Chad to have have it. I have it. I don't want. I don't want you in mixed company learning about John's company. Why? I don't think that you. I don't think you'd understand it. You don't learn well unless you are taught from somebody patient. No, no, certainly that's you. That's me. No, it is not. Yes, no, it is not. I've taught you everything you know. You've taught from board games. I've made you, and here you are. And I just don't want Chad to have to deal with that. Well, and me and Chad had plans. I had to cancel plans that you're coming. We're going to go out to eat. Why, why do you have to cancel because that? Because it's just going to be me and Chad. What about Enrique? He no, was with no, you. Leave. No, Enrique doesn't eat. Well, so then I'll just stay with Enrique. You and Enrique. You go on Chad. with Chad. We're going to go. We're going to have a night out in town. Boys do night it. out. Me and uh-huh. Chad. Chad and Jerry. Might just shoot a podcast. Me and Chad, we're going to do a little podcast together. I'm sure you were. We'll see. Have some Chad's fun facts. Yeah. But yeah, Here's you- a fun fact for you from Louisiana. What would you do if I did? This here Chad song. Shut up. I guess before you showed up with Chad, Chad just the whole time. Listen here, Governor. Listen, I just did that the entire podcast. Listen here. Do you know where shrimp come from? <laughs> come from the ocean. They ain't man-made. They come from the ocean. <laughs> what well, is something like Super Louisiana? Super Louisiana? Yeah. Besides hurricanes and alligators? Cajun food. Cajun food. I really don't know. I've only like, been there one time. Louisiana's thing? Every time I went there, it's for a disaster. Crawfish. No, uh, crawfish, crawdads. Crawfish, they're all crawdads, mudbugs, they're all, all the, the same, same thing. Okay, I didn't know that. We like to eat mudbugs here. Don't call them that, though. This here is mudbug. Good eating. Suck on the head. <laughs> Suck on the head. <laughs> it's good. All right, so anyways, there's that. And <laughs> uh, so you're going to BGG. BG Spring, I'll be there. That's my. And by something. the time this comes out, it'll be weekend. just a week or so before. Memorial weekend. I'll be excited. Mm-hmm. Also, if you have any games that you want us to play that might be there, email us. Or if you're going to be there and you'd like to see. Oh, what Gabby, do you mean by that? Like games they want us to play and check so out. So, like, a, like, what? Like, oh, hey, we haven't played Agricola. Why don't y'all guys play Agricola for us? Yeah. And tell us what you think. Something like that. We really? might consider it. Like a new game? Yeah. Old game? Old game? Used game? Okay. Whatever game. We right. down. Because you've said that in like every podcast and we up do to it. this point. And we do it all the time. Okay. I just want to make sure we you try know out what you're something else. To. Who was it that said Radlands was good? Uh lots of people. And I you told me it sucked. I did not. And I don't know what you're talking you about. Now when you now come said to that. my home and you brought it and I said, You told me this sucked. And you said, No, I have never played it. I've never played and it. And you pointed I know, because it sat on your your shelf forever. You pointed at it. And you said, 
hey, this sucks. And so I'm like, oh, yes, you did. I remember you saying that. It's a little box. And I wonder, it looks like the size of a candy bar. And it's Daniel Pychik. Daniel who? Pychik. Pychik. His name is not on the box. It is on the box. You just can't see. Put your glasses on. It's under. It's why are you turning the box every which way? It's Where on the front glasses? of the box. It's literally on the front of the box. <laughs> it's like it's a like a Polish name. Pich, Pich, oh, there it is. Pi, uh, Daniel Pichnik. I don't know if that's Chich- P-I is Pi and then C H N I C K. So it's like Pi Chichnik. Chichnik. Pichnik. Daniel Pichnik. Welcome to the Radlands. I'm Daniel Pichnik. No, 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 that's not good. That's not how he sounds. You don't know, maybe. He may sound like that. I will say this. I this like right. I like the box very that's much. That's the punk. That's the punk of the game. I like the artwork very much. Well, Roxley usually does pretty good with their stuff. Uh, Roxley, is, you know, bra- brass, people who does brass, Yep, which yep, is the yep. number one game. And I said that was going to be the number one game. In a prophecy many years ago. In a prophecy years ago. Spoken. I'm like Morpheus. I have spoken. Like the Morpheus of board game podcasts. Okay. So anyway, as we get into Radlands, Roxley, because Jerry just is like tiptoeing all around it. We played this game. It's a card game. It's a battle game. It's a two player only game. We set this game up. Jerry's reading through the rule book. The rule book isn't the greatest rule book. Jerry. It's more like a pamphlet. (laughs) Jerry immediately says, I I don't care for this. Well, uh, yes, I did say that. I can't backtrack that. And then. Then I really We continue setting it up. And I said, well, I just kind of would like to just play around because I had not played it enough. Like he was setting it up and we were learning the rules. And I was like, I still, I don't know what I'm doing here. I want to at I least still know, don't what know what you're doing here. I want to know the moves and stuff, like how to play the game. We watch Rodney, right? Yeah. We watch Rodney. It was Rodney, yeah. And he, Rodney opened your eyes. No, he didn't. He explained everything, right. but I already knew it. But it was through the playing of the game okay. that finally it kind of clicked. But there were a few things Rodney mentioned that you said weren't very clearly notated in the rule book. There were some, but I think it, I think it really boils down to... This game, I've been burned by so many of these games. And so this game is a competitive dueling card game. You're, oh my God. Now that you say that, that's that. uh, Dueling. That one that Garfield made that sucks that we played. Garfield played the cat. Oh, Garfield game. Graffield games. Yes. Who made What game was that? No, no, no. Not Garfield games. The guy that made Magic the Gathering. Yes. Remember he made that game. Where it's you're just dueling against each other, and you come out with these sets, and you just oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know you what just you're fight about. against each other. It's a living card game, yeah. Yes, it sucked. And that one guy did a podcast that was nothing. About oh, that. I, that's his whole thing was like just this one game. Oh my god. Okay, you didn't like that. No, it was awful. So far, and that's why I was saying. So far, we have purchased several of these. Card battlers. This is my deck of cards. What was that? The ones with all the heroes. One was a samurai. One was a cowboy. The different sets. You bought it, and I didn't like it. You rolled dice and did all that. Um, he, not hero wars. Whatever that was, we sold it. Um, I, I, don't, I don't. You know. don't even remember it because you buy stuff. You don't even remember. You didn't even play it. Like I played it here and didn't even like it. And like took it back to you and said, "Yeah, this is not any good. You should. You should not." Like something Archon. Archon. I don't know. Oh my god. It doesn't matter. There's no need. 
There's no need to look it up because our listeners have no doubt remember it from the various podcasts that we've done that we don't even remember what we podcast about. Radlands is a competitive dueling game about identifying and exploiting fiercely powerful card synergies. It says use people and event cards to protect your last three remaining camps from a vicious rival tribe in an inappropriately colorful and tightly designed post-apocalyptic Keyforge. Tooth and nail fight to the bitter end. Yeah, Keyforge. Keyforge Didn't is like awful. So in Radlands, what you're doing is you have your little camps, which are dealt out to you. You choose three of them. They're cards, and they each have a little special power. And those three cards are spread out in front of you. And you kind of imagine, kind of like how if Enrique was here, he would say it's like it's like a MOBA where you have like this rows, like these columns. So you can put two cards out in front of each base. And those cards are your people. So you have two people that you play from your hand of cards that are going to defend your base. And these people have various powers and certain things. The cards are all multi-use. Some of them you can trash and you can do stuff with them. Some of them you can play for an event. Those events tick down and end up attacking the other players. And you're essentially trying to battle and fight and blow up the other player's base. This is something that has been tried many times by various other games that I've played. And I did not like it. I did not like it. I don't like that. Uh, what's the What's the term I'm looking for when something is uh, spatially, like, your cards are here, my cards are here, they have to line up and they have to move down this way. What's that called? Oh, I'm blanking on it. It's like it's a it's like a uh, nope, I'm the wrong guy. I know, you don't know words, but essentially you're like, you're imagining this is a column and my guys are marching towards your your battle area, basically, without a board. Mm-hmm. That Whatever that is. I, I, there's just several games like that we've played, especially dueling games, such as that crazy cowboy and samurai game that has the various uh, characters that you can buy and fight with. I can't remember what it was. It seemed like Hero Wars or something like that. It was very nicely done. You had it. You bought it. The dice game. Big box. Really nice inserts. I don't think you ever opened it. You never played it. Wasteland Express? No, that's not a dueling game. You just sold it. You bought them. They had a cow. Type in cowboy versus samurai, and there you go. Oh, dice for dice throne. Yes, dice throne. How would how did they? Yes, that's exactly yeah. Who would have come up with that name? A dice throne. Awful. Yeah. Absolutely hated. I did hated not it. care for that Absolutely game at hated. all. So so we were coming from this from the standpoint of like these dueling games we don't like, and uh, man, I really like this game. I I know you did, and it cracks I, me up it, because it, like Jerry. Jerry is always, he's always quick to cast judgment. I'd cast that judgment fast. You're always quick to cast but judgment. But yet, I change my mind. On this game you did. All the time. We because started I'm off. open-minded, which is <laughs> a sign of humility. False. That is, that is a, and I changed my mind quickly. Humongous false. So this game, Jerry, like we said, uh, we're having a tough time getting through the rule book. It's frustrating. We? You. Thank you. Therefore, we, because I'm listening to you. Thank you. Can I not say that? No. Is that not a we? It implies that you're helping reading the rule book and you weren't. Because <laughs> you don't know you don't know how to weed. You, you we don't do it. the rule books. You have to so, watch Rodney. So, and, and he helped. It's just because, listen, just say it. You just like Rodney. It doesn't uh, oh, matter. Of course I do. No. I would much rather really watch a like video. Rodney. You'd rather just watch Rodney. I'd watch Rodney. And I don't want to watch Rodney. I would watch Rodney read the dictionary. I don't like Rodney. I don't. You're an idiot. I'm jealous. You're not. There we I'm go. I'm jealous okay, of Rodney. There you I will go. say that right His now. His hair is better than yours. They, <laughs> it's gorgeous. Oh, it's, it's black. It's just because it's, it's black. It's black as the midnight 
that doesn't Moon. mean that it's better than mine. I'm just saying, I just, I just don't. And it's thicker and lusher too. It's just, and he's still thin. Can't I'm thin? And he wears a nice flannel shirt. He wears shirts, flannelish. Your t-shirt is not your most flattering pose. I'm at home. You're I don't very, have to dress you're up. You're very pale against that white t-shirt. Just I, well, I don't get out a lot. I take vitamin D. Your, your arm is kind of. Merging your once farmer's your farmer's tan, tan disappears, farmer's tan. it's like I don't know where your body begins and the shirt ends. Well, would you come to my house and body shame me? I'm just saying, it's what you do to me every I don't, time. I don't body shame. What if I ever body shame you? <laughs> Anyways, so there's so, that. I I also okay. I cast judgment on this game very harshly and just wasn't thrilled by it at all because it's not that many cards. It doesn't seem like there's that many things to do, and I was shocked by how much I enjoyed this game. Not since. Star Realms, have I liked a game this much in terms of it being a two-player fighting game? A two-player card-laying fighting game. It's very nice. And the cards are very nice. They got that the, little finish on it them. It has that fit. Roxley finishes stuff. They finish stuff very nice. Finish them. That's just the Roxley guy in the background just walking by the artist. Finish them. <laughs> but the cards finish them. His name's Raiden. That's a deep dive. But yeah, I this is w- really good. I'm shocked by how much I like this. I, I was shocked about how much I you like to do, especially after you harshly condemned it. I did. It first, I condemned it out of frustration. Harshly. But then you were like, once we played it, you're like, okay. I gave it yeah, another chance. Because you know, right. I'm patient. You're right. I like it. Thanks to your patience, Gavi, and you making didn't do me nothing. play this again. I did do it. I, I most certainly did. I said, you're like I'm. I, you're like I'm. Like I'm. You are like I'm. Kind of. I'm done with this. You've I'm done with never this. Never made I said, me. Do I want to finish this anything. game. Anything. I did it for you <laughs> because I wanted to humor you, <laughs> and I did. And in doing so, I changed my mind. Okay. So anyway, so you like this game? I like it very much. So Enrique would love this game. Oh, he would absolutely love it. It's a card laying game with writing on it. Yeah, and he also bought the Star. He never buys games. Everybody thinks Enrique is so great, but Enrique doesn't buy board <laughs> games. He's never contributed to this podcast in any way ever besides his facsimile, his face, and his likeness we've used in advertising. And his name, his voice, we've used that, I guess, in ways to profit. But in other ways, never. He doesn't do anything. He's practically useless. I think he's a great contributor to this podcast. No, you don't. You say that all the time. Say so he's useless. No, no, he's, I never said those he's, words. You you say all the time. Yeah, he's a superior bowler to you as well. No, he is not. <laughs> there's video to show it. No, there's not. There was. I posted it. That, that, that video, video proved nothing. Raves reviews for what was Enrique's the score? Form. What was the score? Final score doesn't matter. We're oh, one yeah, frame. One, yes, yeah, one, <laughs> frame, one, one frame. frame. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We're going on a frame by frame basis. Oh yeah. Well, the frames add up to a score. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. Well, you just ignore this. But anyways, so yeah, he bought the Star Wars deck builder game, the new one. But which mm-hmm. is basically a reskin of Star Realms. So, um, which is a very nice idea. This is a very nice idea. That good job, Fancy Flight, for retheming another game and making billions <laughs> so, off hey, of it. Hey, this is our idea now. <laughs> that's, a ni- that's a nice game you got. It's there. mine now. <laughs> Real be sad if somebody rethemed it. It's Star Wars. Everything's Mandalorian. Hey, that Redlands looks really cool. Yeah. Well, what if that was Darth Vader Land? Darth Vader Land. Welcome. What if that was Tatooine? <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, that would be weird. They have the money to do that. Just oh, yeah. And everything. Well, hey, we- tickets to ride. <laughs> looks really good over there, Days of Wonder. What if that was Coruscant ride? They could do that, though. Like, you cannot. Just take everything. You, yeah, mechanics are not copyright. You can Instead just do of, it. Let's see, what's another game that uh, Fantasy Flight could retheme? 
uh, super popular. The, they rethemed to Star Trek. Well, just any Star Wars or Star Wars. Yeah, uh, Star Trek was needs to happen. Somebody needs to make Star a Wars, decent Star Trek, Star Trek game. game. I really, really someday want to play Ascendancy. Ascendancy. I do too, but it's very long, and that would require somebody to teach me. That's true. Well, maybe Chad's played that, and he can teach you. He probably has. He's a man of great taste. Plus, I taught him uh, Barrage, so tit for tat. tat. (laughs) That's what what the Louisianans do. They do that tit for tat. This is a tit for tat. So, Radlands, we're on the bandwagon with Radlands. I like it. I want to buy the deluxe set with the player mats and the fancy water coins. Do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. Talk about. Now, there is one rule in this game I did not. We may have gotten wrong, but that whole who's first player, flip a coin. It was rigged. Which then caused me to produce a coin because Gobby didn't want to flip the coins that were provided. Because they were weighted to one side. So you got my gold coin from my collection. And I said, use this. Jerry has a gold $20 coin. Right. That I had minted. You had it minted? Yes. From my my various uncles who have died. Had their gold teeth pulled out and had that <laughs> minted. So that is the Jerry Baker Challenge twenty dollar uh-huh. coin, and I had you flip it. How many times do you estimate that you flipped that and I won ten consecutively? Ten out of ten consecutively every time. One hundred percent. Ten out of ten. What's the chances of that? Like you flipped any- it. I didn't flip it. No, I never. Touched I flipped it. it, and every time I wanted to go first, Jerry went first. Every time I wanted to go second. Jerry went second. Every like no matter what, it, single. It was time. the odds of I don't know what the odds are of that. They're astronomical. They're, they're, they're. At least at least ten times I flipped that coin, and it went Jerry. You gotta believe in yourself. We also played a game that me and Charday discussed: Beer and Bread by Capstone Games. I've done forgot the actual designers of the game. Bread and beer is it beer and it's bread beer or bread and bread? bread? It's beer and bread. Beer and bread. Uh, a very nice uh, resource management game, card laying game. Another two player game. Another exclusively two player game. No friends. Jerry, what were your thoughts? I enjoyed that one as well. It has a very uh, agricola. No, not agricola. What's the well? Oh, what I say was oh, Stone Age type art. Stone Age art, like kind of muted. Where all you're doing is. The same thing as in Radlands, where it's like multi-use cards. The cards have resources on them that you can put the card down and get said resources. Or it has a little in-game scoring type bonus thing at the bottom that you can play the card for and use it to score at the end or give your uh, production some sort of boost. Or you use the card to make the either beer or bread item that's on it. And you have to have the resources in your storehouse to make that item. That's all you do. Where this game gets very Reiner Knizia like, and I say that because it does this neat little thing where the mechanisms are all very samey, but they put a little twist on something. So the number one thing that Gobby hated about it was the scoring, which I think the scoring actually elevates the game. The scoring in it is at the end, you see how many points you got from making bread how many points you got from making beer, and you score the lowest of those two. So obviously you have to be able to make and keep, kind of keep a balance. You don't just want to focus on one thing. And when you're so using these cards out of your hand, the first round, you then use one card, hand your cards to your opponent. So you're going back and forth. So it's kind of like the like 
seven wonders type thing where you're picking a card, hand it to somebody else. In a two-player game, though, there's a little more strategy of that because you know these cards and some of them you want to keep. So if you lay them down for the resources, they've been played, you get to pick them up on that second round. And now in that second round, you're not drafting the cards. You're not handing them back and forth. I thought that was very neat. So you're kind of building your hand a little bit. Those two twists to me make this game wonderful. This is a very fun two-player game. I'm shocked by how much I liked it. I think Radlands has a little bit more play replayability, but in terms of theme, dry Euro, I, 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 it's not fighty. No, no, no. I, this game, I, the the balancing in this game that they did the first round, we draft cards, and also the fact that the scoring is the lowest score between the beer and the bread forces you to balance those scoring things. They make you balance this game very well. The thing that me and Charday said we enjoy very much about this game is what you said is the it's very peaceful. Very like peaceful. You just, you're, you're just sitting there in a country this long why time I ago. I didn't like it. I just like peace. Drinking beer and eating bread. So everybody's dying. It's carbs. You're just carbs. You're carb loading. You're getting ready for how, the marathon. How did the they next not day. die? Thought carbs were supposed to be bad for you, but apparently that's all people lived on. But forever. Beer and bread. Gluten. In the Roman Colosseum, they threw bread at the masses Why for them to eat. People are gluten. That's that's big keto. They want you to believe that you can't but, uh, live off all beer the and bread alone. Saying, "Oh my God, oh, oh, no, gluten, my gluten's my high. Gluten's, my gluten's, my gluten's are hurting. My gluten's are hurting. Yeah. Oh, that's, I squatted too many pounds, and my gluten's but, are no, hurting." But people say that. So why is that? Like, what happened to us? And in this corner, Gluteus Maximus, champion of gluten. <laughs> All carbs all day. <laughs> it's just a really, really thick Brazilian He's guy. <laughs> he just comes He's in there in a Brazilian gladiator. Got them big glutes. Did you know there was a day that Russia completely ran out of vodka? What day? Uh, if you in history, recent history, somewhat recent history, like this century. No, last, last century. century. Okay, Russia ran out of vodka. You were on what day do you think that would be? The day that they won World War Two. V day, V day, which would have been nineteen forty five. Very good, sir. Sometime in there, your day, your days of it as a historian aficionado are paying off. They are, they are. When many Russians celebrate, they tend to do so with a vengeance, with a vengeance, vengeance, as Chekhov would say. How do we you celebrate with a winch? How do you how do you how do you celebrate with vengeance? Vengeance is not <laughs> what you who are you fighting against? How can you celebrate <laughs> potatoes? I guess because they're making look all vodka. Darn you, carbs! Not that anyone could blame them after all that they had been through by the time May 9th, nineteen forty five. Cinco de Mayo rolled rolls. There's carbs rolled around. How <laughs> I many carbs jokes you got to make? During WW2, many German atrocities were carried out in Russia, leaving the country's people overcome with grief after spending years being physically and mentally beaten down. Okay. Literally starved by war and dictatorship. Taters. That's where this <laughs> one is. Dictator. We're not going to make vodka out of that dictator. dictator I'll show him. Uh, and on top of it all, many were completely terrified of what may come next. <laughs> then it happened. Deep within the grips of war, depression, and hopelessness, Hitler's <laughs> Germany finally surrendered 
and the world rejoiced, especially Russia. The <laughs> Russians celebrated the end of WWT so successfully. Like, how do you celebrate so successfully? Have you ever celebrated unsuccessfully? <laughs> I've, I've, I've celebrated successfully, I guess. I mean, if you're celebrating, you're successful already. Sort of. How do you fail at celebrating? They celebrated unsuccessfully. <laughs> like, why do you yeah, do that? to a party that just kind of was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's- like, you get married at the ceremony, and then you go to your uh, uh, reception, reception, and you're like, <laughs> this kind of sucks. Okay, yeah, it's like this was not. How did we celebrate? <laughs> you know? We're just we're just eating like uh, French fries and fruit onion salad, pies or something. Salad. <laughs> this is an unsuccessful. Where are celebration. the taters? <laughs> Where are the taters? <laughs> the Russians celebrated the end of World War II so successfully that they somehow managed to completely run out of vodka. So where are you getting these facts? So you brought up Woody Harrelson's dad killing people oh, and this is and World War II. Ranker.com. Please get off this side. The countrywide party quickly turned into a nationwide hangover, followed by the sad realization that they were completely, completely tapped out of the very product that their national budget relied upon. In a few parts of the world, it was simply May 9, 1945. For most, it will forever be known as a day of victory. For others, it was the day that Russia threw a huge party and ran out of vodka. They just or, made more. Or as the Russians make, say, vodka. They just made more, didn't they? Like, I'm sure, like, how long does it take to make vodka? It's got to distill. I'm sure they had some sitting around waiting to get distilled. Yeah, it couldn't be that hard. I think Raker was maybe kind of reaching right, for that Yeah, one. it's kind of, that's not really big history. But I'm like, how do you run out of vodka? You drink it all. Okay, so they drank it all. You need to make but more. there was more. But you yeah, have to make more. They just made more. So you're saying, so no. So like, can you so run out of, them, uh, listen, how do you run out of gas? The car doesn't run anymore. Okay. So you run out of vodka. There's no more gas. There's no more vodka. So the country's like, didn't receive any income for their vodka. Yeah. Cause they had done to sell. That would be it, I guess. Yeah. They're out. But how long did that last is That's my question. A couple days. Two or three days? See, Ranker doesn't mention that. Well, it doesn't matter, though. If it was one day, that's, like, not a big loss. Boy, I tell you what. So, that's their GDP is messed up. They have no vodka to sell. It would take years for them to recover from that, to make enough to bring back up to production. But it doesn't say. I don't know what they did. I'm telling you. No, I'm telling you. I don't know how long they were out. It doesn't matter how long that they're out. They're out for one day. That is enough. All right, if you produce, uh, all right, if you produce 10 billion bottles of vodka a day, okay, your people drink a billion bottles and you sell the other 9 billion. Okay. You win a war, you celebrate, you drink all 10 billion bottles of vodka. Mm -hmm. The next day, you have none to sell. That's an expensive and devastating financial loss. That you do not recover from, which is why maybe that was the beginning. That's of the end exactly, for them. yeah. May 9th, nineteen forty-five. What the, was their dictator's name? Hitler. No, the one that they beat, the Russian one. Oh, that was uh, Stalin. 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 And uh, that's what. That's how he got his name. <laughs> They're like, we need more. We we need more vodka. Like, hey, Joseph, keep him. Just Stalin. Just keep him Stalin. That's not what happened. And it's like, oh, we got some Coors Light over here, guys. That's not what happened. Then he, why did he sound like he's awesome? What, what do you think? This is your voices aren't you any good. Stall him, Joseph. That's not- we got some, <laughs> got some whiskey over here, guys. That linen is linen. Linen. 
They were selling sheets, linen sheets. He he missed out on that. He did too. He did. He got. <laughs> oh, you. Die. Everybody should share with these linen sheets. <laughs> Made from real silk. (laughs) (laughs) Made from the silk of many worms. Here we are, selling these linen sheets. (laughs) Quit styling and come (laughs) Quit styling and buy these linen sheets now. We're out of vodka. We need linen sheets everywhere. (laughs) More potatoes. It seems like there would have been a potato famine in Russia if they ran out of vodka that they would need so more vo- vodka. Vodka, even today, is so unregulated, nobody really knows what it is. Oh, that's so weird. Like how it's made. Like there is potato vodka, which is traditionally, but like, right. all right, so for instance, like, you know, bourbon whiskey and all that, there mm-hmm. are regulations that say for this to be called bourbon or whatever, it right. has to have this percentage of whatever. That's not true with vodka, even to this day. They can make vodka out of, and you can you can literally make vodka out of anything and say this is vodka, huh. and then it's vodka. That's kind of concerning. It is concerning, which is why I don't like vodka. I don't. It doesn't have flavor to me. It's a nebulous thing. Like I would like to know what is the national vodka drink of Russia. What's like in, the Ru- thing in Russia? Did. Yeah. So like when I was in Poland, that's what I asked. Is like, what's the beer? What is the beer? Like, what do you drink? And I'm like, everybody just drinks. Like, this is our, but this Tisky. 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 And it was literally a beer. Never heard of it. That, I know, because it's their beer, because they don't send it over here. It's just, this is our beer. This is Tisky. And it had like their seal of like their, like their flag or something on it. It's like, it was literally like their Budweiser, which I don't like Budweiser. I'm saying, uh-huh. but in terms of like the popularity, it was just, this Some national beer. It was an. It was this the beer is the and everybody else had a beer that they also drank, but the Tisky was the. Like going to Mexico and if you're in a right, tourist right. area, it's like oh Corona and it's like oh Corona's but see awful. And that, but that's something because like uh, Guinness I've heard Guinness yeah that's another good example in is that Ireland I Irish know. I think it's Irish yeah. Guinness in Ireland tastes nothing like the Guinness we have I'm here, sure it does what I hear I'm sure it doesn't. So what like what I would like to know what is the Russian vodka of the nation like what is their go to and is it sold over here and if so is it the same as they have over there That's what we need from all of our all of our listeners from indigenous indigenous from areas for which we are not from <laughs> tell us what is your nation your nation's drink that we are unaware of For instance I asked a, like I drink a lot of tea and I th- I remember asking somebody like what is the tea over there in England. Wasn't there like, oh, did you hear about this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is it? Like, I don't know. What tea did you, do you get drink? that phrase? I didn't get that phrase. Oh, you're not up on the. On what? In, in modern language for the Gen Sears, when you're asking for tea, you're asking for gossip. Like, what's the tea? I've never spilled the tea. Making, no, no, that's, no that's a thing. Spill the tea. Like, oh, did you hear about so and so? So when you're asking what's the spill tea? the tea what uh, what whatever you yeah. what if you don't have it it's like spill the gossip if you have spill low tea beans. you have low tea <laughs> if you got low tea then you've got no tea there's no gossip going on but what tea do people drink in England what brand I need to know I, I drink Lapsing here but I need to know the brand same thing Re- wherever you're from on Australia like okay for instance we all thought over here for a while in America that we thought Foster's was Australian for beer and apparently they don't even drink Foster's over there. Remember Foster's yeah. Australian for beer, and had, like they had the was great, for great commercial because the yeah. dude like would walk up and he hid by the door and it fall yeah. off the hinges. As a, a locksmith, and it's like Australian, <laughs> you know. And it just is a joke. Yeah. yeah, 
We then apparently that wasn't someone from Australia told me once like no we don't drink that we mess. don't drink Foster's. we don't drink Fosters we in America do drink Budweiser and Coors I haven't a drank lot. Budweiser in a long time you have Coors in your fridge though I bought that Coors over Banquet. this weekend because people were coming over that were it's a solid that were of mass produced beer uh, yes I needed a mass produced cheap beer that I could get from a gas station in a hurry. And Coors, Coors Banquet, Banquet is a pretty good Because one. everybody right now, they're watching Cobra Kai or whatever, and so it's back oh, in the boat. There you go. It does. I don't it like I don't like Coors, but I'll drink it. It's like water. That's good. It's water, and it's fine. It's like when you need a nice, refreshing beer, and you've been mowing the yard. Just, yes, it's exactly. It's a good one. It's not heavy. It's not. It's low carb. I don't know about that. That didn't get to light. You didn't get the light. I don't do light. So, yes, email us, boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. What For is your the, uh, area's... National drink. Yes, do that. Also, for the third and final game of this discussion. Lavinia? Lavinia by DeVere Games. Yeah. A winemaking game. I don't think anybody's heard of this game. I have not heard of it until I came over here and you said, hey, I got this with a batch of games DeVere sent me that we had discussed some time ago. We discussed Silk. Which I uh, read my, yeah, my kids really like that game. Silk was a very nice game. We also got that game with the lights in France. I didn't care for that one. Period de Luminaire. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. I didn't care Luminate for that one. Illuminate the city. Yeah. I didn't, I, I, it was pretty. It was pretty. Very pretty. Didn't care for it. But Lavinia is like you're just picking grapes. It's like a little bitty track. You lay out some cards on each side of the track, and then you just move your little meeple along, and you pick the... You're literally just picking the cards like you're picking berries. Grapes. Berry, grapes are berries, right? No, they're not. Grapes. They're grapes. And then you take know. them to the end, and then you fulfill stuff. orders, kind of like you do in viticulture. And you can only, you have to empty your basket, and all the grapes in that basket are then scored. And you're trying to do like a set collection type thing. At the same time, it's very, very light. It's very quick and very light. I, it was okay. It was very basic. I didn't I didn't particularly. It's very basic. I really did like, here's the one thing I will say about DeVere's games. All their games have excellent artwork. All, yes. of, them, all of them have really good components, excellent artwork. Even if it's a game that I, of theirs I don't like, I always appreciate that they have like their there are there are always games that like rarely do I know these particular designers, but yet they're really good with the artwork and and the components and the whole nine yards, which is something they're they're a, they're a South American company if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, but uh, Devere is also the makers of Red Cathedral, which is one of our favorite yes. games. Michael Strogoff. It's a good game. I like that. Uh, I, Devere has a line of solid games. And I also got uh, another game over here, uh, Barcelona, The Rose of the Fire. It's also a Devere game. I was learning that today. It looks very good. We'll have to check that out on a future uh, game day. Are grapes berries? By the formal botanical definition, grapes are considered berries since the firm definition of a berry is a fleshy fruit without a stone that is produced from a single flower containing one ovary. A fleshy fruit without a stone. That being said, a berry is not supposed to have a stone, whereas some grapes do have a hard, inedible pit. Of despair. So basically they're saying, yeah, grapes are berries, but really they're not berries. That's what they just said. They're not berries. They're berries, technically. They're technically berries. I guess they're technically berries. They're almost berries. Unless they have a pit. They're dingleberries. <laughs> no. They're, they're, what sort of wine does a dingleberry make? <laughs> I don't know. Coors Bank. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Let's not find out. Um, I enjoyed this game. It's super... Like, <laughs> There's not much to it. You're just putting your, you're collecting cards. If you get this many Chardonnay cards, 
uh, like the Chardonnay uh, to fulfill it, it might require nine points worth of Chardonnay cards. You just go down the track and collect these Chardonnay cards. If you collect at least nine points worth, you can then ship a barrel of Chardonnay. You get rid of those cards, then you reset, go down again. Very, very simple. It's not one you would base your game day around. That's a filler. Uh, but but uh, I think two. I don't think it works well two player. I well, think I think you were right when you said earlier that more players. I think that would have more interaction and it'd be a little bit more. And it had like it's like forty five minutes, like with with five players or something like that. I bet it would be. And I, yeah, I don't know. It's I don't think I want to play it for forty five minutes though. I don't either. That's really interesting. Did we like this game? It was okay. <laughs> uh, it, it, here's the thing. I, Upon further review, it's this game falls in that category of something. That I don't particularly like. I don't think I'd play it again. But I do. Th- I, when I'm playing it, I'm going. I, this is a. There's. There's. This. There's an audience out there for it. I just don't particularly like it. There's. It's functional. It works fine. I like the theme, but it's too light for me. It's like Coors Light. It's just too light for me. I need something heavier, with a more distinct palette, like Fat Tire. Or blood and yeah, honey. this uh, this game was. I mean, it, I need Lavinia, a good shiner. Keep talking, and I'll give you one. See, not why I said that. Let's see. What is it? What Lavinia? What's, what? what's wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like you just, ah, keep talking, you'll find you out. Just, see, the most un. Uh, this, 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 what happened? <laughs> really, what happened? Because used to Dan used to be like, "Oh, you guys are almost comedians," <laughs> and you know what happened? I'll, what happened? You you've rested on your laurels. Oh my! Laurels. And now you have no you're, bushes. You're, yes, Adele, your 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 humor has degraded. You, you it's just when people are like, "Oh, here's so fun. you were funny once." Oh oh, you, now you're, you're coming slipping. at me. You're attacking you're me. You're slipping. You need you're to up your me. material. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. I remember back in the day, as DMX once said, "Where you and the you were the hottest board game comic." You used to come. Oh, you used to come in and you'd have your notebook out. Welcome, ladies and meeples. Yes, and you wrote down <laughs> jokes. You come up stuff. You call me, say, Jerry. Jerry, I got this. I got this thing. What about, and it was so wild and inappropriate. Like, we can't say that. And then during the podcast, I'd say it and you'd edit it out. And see, it's like, wait. So you used to come up with stuff. And now you're just, you're just here. You're just making noise. You're just making sounds. I really like Radlands. If you're looking for a good, solid two-player fighting game, look at that. If only y'all could have seen Jerry the first 10 minutes of learning this game. This this box is sexy. It's very... What's that game? It has lands in it. It's post-apocalyptic. Wasteland? No. 51st States? No, it's a video game that's super popular. They're making a movie out of it. Something lands. Fallout? No. They're making a movie of it? It's like got the same kind of art. Everybody's like punk, like spike, spiky hair and tattoos, and they're shooting each other. And It's a video it's game? A something lands. Gaslands? No. No, that's the car game. Oh, my God. You don't know. Get your phone out there. Uh, what that, how else do you Google without a phone? Your phone has, you got a pink cover on your phone. I like that. It's hot pink. Is that your wife's phone? Is that your phone? Did it's you choose phone. that pink cover? It's fuchsia. 
Is it fuchsia? I'm colorblind. What is fuchsia? Is it like a cross between red and purple? Purple's my favorite. That's my favorite color is purple. I need you to keep talking while I look this up. Well, I'm trying to buy you time. That's what I do while you're in here with you. 10 best dystopian video games. Uh, Maybe they'll say in here. Go down to help us, Ranker. Deus Ex, nope. Deus Ex is... Nope. None of those are... Wolfenstein, None of those are... None of those are... These are not working. No. What game are you talking... something lands. No, it's not. It's something lands. No, it's not. And they're all like... No, it's not. Punked out, and you go around, you buy stuff, and... Borderlands. Borderlands! <laughs> yes! Here's the thing. If it wasn't for Enrique, I like literally sat here thinking, what's, when you were saying that, I was like, what's that game? Enrique's always talking about something. It's Borderlands. It's Borderlands. Redlands is Borderlands the card game. It, it same artwork, similar. It's very similar that's a, that's style. A, that's a apropos. That's apropos. Yes. That's a good observation. That's a good observation there, Tater. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. How long does this episode go? Uh, a good amount of time. It's a pretty decent time. This is our first time recording here. Do you think acoustically? First time in uh, Baker Studios. Acoustically. It's much smaller, and I don't hear an echo so much. Now, this room is actually the same size, if not bigger than yours. I feel it, but with it's I think shelf. the shelving it's, helps. It's you dark in here. It's shelving. dark in here. Everything's black. Shelving. And plus, I got my 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 uh, what do you call them? Figurines everywhere. I collect figurines. Yeah, you got lots of stuff. And it, I don't know. The sound feels a little bit tighter in here. It is tight in here. All right. Well, this like has it. been a, a a very pleasant episode of discussing three pleasant guys. You like my floating bookshelf. You got a floating shelf. You don't with, even see the book. Let's see. Word power made easy. That's a and then that's the Boy Scout handbook. The Boy Scout handbook. I found that at the at the Goodwill. The Peter Principle. Yes, that's how people rise to incompetence. Rise to incompetence. Yes, you don't know about the Peter Principle. No. Yes, it's a very interesting. Unwritten laws. Oh, you missed the Slaughterhouse Five. I couldn't read it from here. Yeah, okay. And unw- un- unwritten laws is a compository of all the law, like Murphy's laws. This mm. book is nothing but the Eddie Murphy. Yes, all the laws. Yes, I must play myself in seven characters in a movie. It's all the laws that you don't realize they are. So it's like uh, this name, not not legal laws, right. but like physical world laws, like the law of so-and-so says that this, 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 or this. And it's very interesting. Right, I got you. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Gobby. This is Jerry. Bye-bye. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.